The OAM Network is an independently run podcast and live production company in Memphis, Tennessee. TheOAMNetwork.com. Power to the podcast. gentlemen welcome to the kickback on the oam network coming to you live from memphis tennessee we are just kicking back talking sports and talking life you can find the show on itunes stitcher radio google play spotify in the oamnetwork.com on itunes our logo looks like the old UNTV raps logo is bright fluorescent you cannot miss it tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe to the show after you subscribe to the show Leave us a five-star rating. Leave us a comment if you like what you're listening to. Every time we record, we're on Facebook Live. You can check out the OAM Memphis Facebook page for all the information on that. You can check us out on Facebook at The Kickback Pod. Check us out on Twitter at The Kickback 901. On IG at The underscore Kickback underscore Podcast. All the social medias. Hit us up once again. Go ahead and click that subscribe button, that follow button, whatever platform you're listening to. Go ahead and do that so you can uh, mess with us at the kickback. Don't stop by empty-handed. But now that we got the business out the way, uh, let's get to it. I don't have any special guests with me today. It's just me and the voice back there. I guess the voice is always a special guest. Since we're in the new studio, he's once again the voice behind the glass. Howdy. So, voice, what's going on, man? Not much. How are you? I'm doing well, man. You out here staying Rona free? Trying as hard as I can. <laughs> and it, yeah. it, it is getting harder and harder. Apparently. It's getting harder and harder by the day, man. Um, so in case you don't know, unless you've been living under a rock uh, for the past eight, eight, nine days, the coronavirus is taking over the world, basically. Um, I don't want to get into the scientific beginnings of the coronavirus, but... Uh, the coronavirus has re- made its way to the U.S. of A. And we got a couple different cases. We got a couple different cases here in Memphis. Um, there was a story that went viral uh, from the news uh, two days ago about some parents from Tread- Treadwell Middle School and all that they did and how they took precautions in uh, taking care of their babies. Voice, if you can, I know I'm just throwing this at you right now. If you could YouTube that or find that. Sure, uh, I can find it. So Are you can, talking about where they're uh, lysoling the kids? Yeah, so we, okay, can, yeah, so we can just okay, play the sure. audio. It, I mean, if you're watching on the Facebook Live, you you won't be able to see the video either. But just listen, you just hear the audio of it. Um, but yeah, man, the, Rona, the Rona's out there, and the Rona's real. So y'all be safe out here messing around with the Rona. Uh, the coronavirus is is a basically it's another strain of your flu, uh, influenza, um, and the thing about the coronavirus is that, um, we don't have a, a medicine for it yet. We don't have, um, a vaccination for it yet. So, okay. I think I found it. You're right. Okay. Here we go. 
and don't nobody want their child to be sick and don't nobody want to take that virus to their house. Parents with children at Treadwell Middle and Elementary Schools are not playing around. Many wiped their kids down and some even sprayed them with disinfectant spray as they took them home Monday. Oh, the I wiped my children backpack down when I got them out of school. Sure did. Gave them gloves. Sure did. Parents are doing this after they found out sure an employee did. who works at Treadwell Middle and Elementary came in contact with a person who tested positive for the coronavirus in Memphis. Some took more extreme this is measures. This the lady that has all the bags on her Two face. garbage bags. My shoes and came and Two sacks. Another sack. Leaders with the Shelby County Health Department say this is not necessary because it's a very low risk situation for students. Still, family members tell me they don't want their kids in school. It's messed up. The flu killed them old folks and then they so what's up? We gonna die anyway. We gonna die anyway. Wow. So the, the lady that said two bags, whatever, she is um, covered in, in she trash made, bags. She made, a, she made a garb, not a garb, she made a grocery bag armor, armor suit, a suit of armor made out of grocery bags. But you can hear her say that her feet, her f feet have come loose. Have They've come opened loose. up. She has walked so many miles in those grocery bag shoes that they have come uh, loose. Um, and then she gives the... You know, just the quote of the century, we're going to die anyway. We're going to die anyway. Might as well die from the Rona. No, ma'am. I don't want to die from the Rona. That's what I don't want to do. But like I said, the to blanket the Rona is like this. And thankfully, I call it the Rona because I listened to the Joe Budden podcast like two weeks ago. He called it the Rona. So I call it the Rona, the Roni, any kind of um, any kind of thing of that nature, any kind of variation of the name. But it's it's very serious. I didn't think it was that serious a couple of days ago. A couple of days ago, I was in the camp like, yo, man, it's just the flu. It don't really matter. Like, boom, y'all act like it's the, it's the end of the world. But then you see what happens, like the fact that Italy has shut down their entire country and that China, who has been dealing with this since December, is kind of just shortly coming out, making their way back to normalcy in some areas. And you realize like this, this, uh, this is serious. This is serious. Obviously outside of killing or being very dangerous for people with respiratory issues and respiratory problems. Um, you don't, we, we can't tell who has it here. We don't have adequate testing, um, here. And we obviously, like I said, we don't have a vaccination. We don't have medicine to cure it. Uh, even though you don't cure the flu, you just, you know, manage your, the symptoms or whatnot, um, to make you less contagious. But we don't have that here in the United States yet. And that's where all the hysteria, quote unquote, comes from, because to stop the spread of it, people need to stop being around each other. Yeah. And everybody in the country can't be sick because the country can't handle that. The health people can't handle all these millions of people being sick at the same time. And that's that's the reason why they are pushing us to stay in the house or work from home or avoid all these public gatherings. I mean, Look at what the Roni done canceled. The Roni done canceled Coachella, South by Southwest, done canceled the NBA season, the NHL season. This is serious. NCAA. You, NCAA tournament. This is stuff. People are losing millions and millions of dollars because of a public safety thing, and you can't be it around each other. so fast, too. I remember the other day I saw that uh, the Warriors were talking about playing games without uh, mm -hmm. crowds there, which, you know, I was like, okay, they're not, you know, they're not going to the playoffs. It, it already, you know, they just come out. So I was like, okay, maybe teams that aren't going to the playoffs are going to institute this or something like that. And then all of a sudden NBA season has been postponed. postponed. NCAA uh, uh, 
tournament has been postponed. And and then like you it leaves all these kind of pieces kind of uh left hanging. Uh Vince Carter, this was his last season. You know, uh now this is that we saw his last game well, we before saw his he last thought, game. Uh there was uh who's the player that plays for Oregon, uh the fem- the female basketball team who's so good that it was Oh, uh, I forget her name. But it was her, is it Samantha? Ma- some she was at Kobe's funeral. Yeah, yeah. She she's she's an she's insanely really uh gifted basketball player. Uh so that you know, this was her last season and that was you know, whatever the last game the Ducks played would be her last game. So it's just it just happened so fast that all you know, you know, we're sitting here and there's like all the speculation and then it just one thing drops and then everything else goes right behind it. Right. I was taking my kids to school this morning. I have um I have a five and a six year old and I dropped them off at school and as they were leaving my car, I get an automated message message from Shelby County Schools that saying that today was the last day. Tomorrow the schools will be canceled. Yeah. Then we have spring, spring break, break next, next week, week, and then another week after that they has been can't, canceled. They can't. And this is what I was telling one of my friends on a on a in a group chat. I don't know if he was being serious or not. I think he was joking and talking about you know it's a it's a hoax, it's a joke. Like they are they create the hysteria just to sell the pill, sell the product to sell the pill, you know whatever. But like no, you can't. People can't be around each other. You cannot be around each other because you don't know who has it. And how they are going to, if they are going to spread it to someone else. And we, like I said, we don't have adequate testing. We don't have an, a way for people to know if they have it or not. Because even if you go to the doctor and your doctor does have the test, they won't, if you don't show certain symptoms or you're not so far, they won't even test you. It could be dormant in your system for, I believe, 10 days. 10 days. So if, if you get it from 5 to 14 days is when symptoms and stuff might show up. But then again, it's also, it's so very close to the flu that you don't even think that you have it because you think you just have the flu. So you do the things that you would do to get rid of the flu. You bundle up, you eat your chicken noodle soup, uh, you do all of that stuff, and but you still got it and you're still feeling bad. And there's a couple of different differences in it. Um, but the hysteria, I don't even want to call it hysteria because I don't think people are being like crazy running in the streets with their hair on fire. But I think it's just precautions that people are taking that we won't be able to be around each other for a while. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's, and that's what people have to understand. They're not just canceling this just to say, they're not even saying the Rona going to kill everybody. It's not going to kill everybody. It, it's a it's a strain of the flu. It's going to kill people with weak respiratory systems, or weak immune systems, older people. Maybe ba- babies haven't even, you haven't seen anything from a baby yet. But, I believe you know, that young, uh, I've read that uh, younger people, it, it doesn't attack them as harshly as it does older older people and just to be frank it ain't killing black people so every i think every person around this man got killed is, is white it ain't have you seen any black, black people there's three cases in africa right now and all the three cases in africa are people from other countries that were visiting africa mm. so there's no african i'm just saying i think you know we, the melanin does something to block anyway uh say all of that to say that just gives y'all more time to sit back and listen to the Kickback Podcast. Once again, go ahead and subscribe to everything on Spotify. Yes. I am uh, <laughs> all everything Apple Apple Podcast is gone. Sit at the house while you're working from home and put the podcast on. Um, something else to say how serious is the death toll has risen every day, um, because more and more people are finding out that this is what they have, and it's pretty easy to transfer. Just like the flu is contagious, like this, I tell you people to wash your hands. Um, use sanitizers, use wipes, all of that stuff. If don't touch your face, which is tough for me, I've touched my face ten times in the 
10 minutes we've been recording right now. So uh, take all the normal um, health precautions that you would ever take with the flu, take it with the Roni and stay away from people for a couple of weeks. And it sucks that it had to happen now because I don't, I mean, nobody wants to not see the NCAA tournament. Nobody wants, we're in the middle of a playoff race. There's 18 games left in the NBA season. Four teams are fighting for the AC to figure this thing out. Including? Including the Memphis Grizzlies, who now if the, I guess I read on the way over here that the, this suspension is going to last for 30 days with the NBA. So I don't know what that means if they're going to cut, you know, cut that 18 games to nine and then go from there. Or if they're just going to say the way the standings are now is the playoffs. With that being said, if the playoffs started today, the Grizzlies will be playing the Lakers in the first round, which means that I would have to find buy me one of them cheap tickets to L.A. for the first round. Because one of the best things about the Roni, travel is cheap. You can find a cheap ticket. I was looking up something uh, before I came on Delta. I was looking up a trip from Memphis to L.A. on the last week of March, just as like a Thursday through a Monday, the weekend. It was like $197 if I bought it today. I'm like, okay, you know what? I like that, Roni. Way to go. Way to, <laughs> way to bring them flight, them flight prices down. Uh, some people are going to, you know, to Hawaii and things. Now, I don't know if I want to be in a plane that long, you know, because you're still on a plane with other people. And once again, you don't know who has or who doesn't have it. Being in close quarters with people is probably not a smart idea. But, hey, man, sometimes you got to risk it all. Go big or go home, bro. You know, the Roni ain't going to knock me out as long as I'm drinking some of this uh, orange juice. Mm. Vitamin D with a little bit of champagne. Um, but with that being said, one of the biggest news, some of the biggest news, it's finding out the people that do have the Roni. So Tom Hanks came out yesterday uh, and said that he and his wife tested positive for the coronavirus. They were in Australia. He's filming a movie, so he's quarantined for about fourteen days uh, to to check on him and make sure everything's good on that. Then there's um, Rudy Gobert of the Utah Jazz. He's the reason the NBA season got canceled. And he he's going to have to deal with that. He's going he's gonna to be remembered for two things. Crying for not making the All-Star team a couple years ago and being the guy who canceled the NBA season. He gave Spider it too. And he gave it to his teammate Donovan Mitchell. So the last night, uh, today is the March 12th, so last night was March 11th. The Oklahoma City Thunder were about to play the Utah Jazz in Oklahoma City. I will say that, you know, speaking of like the hysteria, there hasn't been, but it seemed like that game had a very, I mean, it was like, there's a shit out of people. Yeah, there's a story of Chris Paul running over to the bench asking what's going on with Rudy. They're screaming, telling him to get away. The doctors come on the floor and evacuate both teams to the locker room. Then the announcer has to come over and say, you know, the game has been canceled. Arena was was full was full ready to you know to play it was a, a game. full arena yeah it was a full arena and like this one like I mean if you're watching on the Facebook live right now I got on all this NBA I got on I'm double Memphis Grizzlies out because it's RIP to the season you know what I'm saying I had to rep for my boys but uh, this was the game that was the game that was a it was a 15 minute span last night where Tom Hanks came out Rudy we found out about Rudy Gobert and then something else happened I think Trump gave his stupid speech or something like that. And all within 15 minutes. And it was like the worst 15 minutes you could ever find on a Wednesday. So that's what that was. And the funny thing about Rudy Gobert was earlier this week, he was 
joking about having Narona like touching people's microphones and stuff when he get out. That's right. Being a dick about it all, and he's the first one to be te- to test positive with it. And the thing about the test and stuff is, those tests don't come back instantaneously. So they took the they took the test or whatever it was a couple of days ago, and they just got those results back. You got to think they were going to play their game. If those results didn't come back right then, that game was going to be played. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, so they got he, he tested earlier. Probably, I would I mean from what I've read with some of these expedited tests, it took three to four days. So who knows? They probably tested on Saturday or Sunday. Um, and so that's what he that's what that's what happened. So while he was touching those microphones and stuff, he had already had it in his system. And the the Jazz had played two other teams earlier this week. The team playing that the Jazz were on was also used to transport the Grizzlies from Memphis to Portland. So the same area is in the airplane, recycled air, you know, never know about some of all of that stuff. So all of that stuff is happening um, while this is going on. And so Rudy Gobert ruined the NBA. Rudy Gobert ruined Vince Carter's last season. Rudy Gobert ruined John Morant's rookie of the year season. Rudy Gobert ruined, he might have single-handedly stopped LeBron James from winning a fourth championship. And another MVP. So, what we say here at the kickback, you French, I wasn't gonna cuss. I ain't gonna cuss him out. I never liked Rudy Gobert. And this, I can and, I can hear and, that. And this I adds this adds to why I don't like you. Rudy I mean, it, it, I mean, it puts the the cherry on on the is it cake? You put cherry on cake or is it ice cream? Ice, you put cherry on top of whipped cream on like okay ice cream. the cherry on top of the whipped cream the 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 idea that he was joking about it i've seen so many of these uh like i've seen joke products about it like so far like you know things and, and a lot of and here in memphis you know like if you're a lot of the if you're from memphis you're you know you're not going to get corona or something right you know? like and i i think that anybody that buys a shirt like that is automatically going to get Corona. Right. What, karma. Karma's a yeah. bitch. I mean, it, it's just. One it, of my favorite memes was, it said, 12 o'clock p.m., Corona sighted in Memphis. 12.01 p.m., Corona is shot. That's, that's, that's life in Memphis. Yeah. That's life in Memphis. We, we killed the coronavirus uh, in spirit in Memphis. Um, and so on top of that, Oh, just to add more to why Rudy Gobert ruined the whole thing, one of the referees who refed a jazz game earlier this week was refing the uh, Kings Pelicans game in Sacramento, and that's why they had to stop that. They were going to let that game go. It was the last game of the uh, the slate last night. They were going to let them play. Like you know what? After this game done, we'll we'll stop the season. But they found out that one ref had ref the jazz game earlier and Rudy was breathing on him and whatnot. So like, yo, we got to get everybody out of here. You know what I'm saying? So that's something that was crazy. Um, and no bigger than that is that the fact that they canceled the NBA, I mean, the NCAA tournament. Yeah. And as a college basketball fan myself, having, um, thank you for asking that question, um, Roy, stopping me in my... It's 901-457-4677. I'm going to go ahead and type that into the feed. If anybody's listening and wants to call in, uh, call in 901-457-4677. Look at the voice being a producer. Uh, that's what his background is. Like Jimmy's a good man. He does what he does. 
But being a college basketball fan and working in college basketball for all the years I had, like the NCAA tournament was a great time. I finally remember all four NCAA tournaments that I was a part of. Uh, and not being able to have that to something that people can play in is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like they said that the NCAA tournament went uninterrupted since 1939. This is the think, first time they haven't played it since 1939. That's insane. And you have to think like if it really, if you're, want to understand the seriousness of what is going on here you're like you're talking about empty arenas like arenas that aren't making money on tickets for nba and for ncaa i mean like the hottest tickets in america completely shut down because of this so like think about the people that have to be on top of these decisions adam silver and I don't know who's involved with the NCAA. Assuming it, well, the NCAA tried to pass the book and say they were going to let individual conferences and schools decide what they wanted to do. They're all crooks anyway. But so. when, exactly. But when the school, and this is where the NCAA messed up by trying to give the power to them, because when certain schools have shut down the education process, but you still want the athletic team to play, you can't do that. Like, Certain schools are on spring break, and they tell their kids, "Don't come back to April till we figure this thing yeah, out." Yeah, it's all they're but saying you, online courses. Everybody like, but you still want the basketball team to play? But yeah. No, no, they they can't they can't they can't happen. They that can way. come in and play two K against right. each other if they want. And to. so, like, even you can, you can see the NCAA's evolution of it because at first they were just going to do they were going to play the games in empty arenas, and then they were going to do it with just essential personnel only. But when the NBA canceled, the NBA was a big domino. The NBA was the big joker. When they threw it out there, yo, we canceling our season. That means that everybody else got to cancel their season. You know what I'm saying? Like, if who you gonna be if the NCAA, if the NBA, the the top professional league in the country, in the world, almost says we're not playing these games because it is. You gonna still play your game? You gonna still make North Carolina Central play Southern? You gonna you gonna make Kent State play Akron? Like, no, they're not gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, shut it all down. And so that's another thing with the whole NCAA tournament and that stuff too, is that you were going to have these players traveling from their home city to a random ass city somewhere else to play a game. They're going to be staying in hotels with rather people, whoever has it, you know, Rudy Gobert was the first player to test positive for. So we know he has it. I can guarantee you at least one or two college basketball players have the Rona. They just haven't been tested for it. Or if they haven't tested, those tests haven't come back yet. You need to tell me you're on a college campus with all these people, all these different people, people who have gone places who still talk to people. Do them. I bet you of all of these, of all of these college basketball players, at least one college basketball player has the Rona. What you got? We got Roy on the line. Roy on the line. Roy on the line. Roy, what's going on? Say it. Say it again. Well, y'all about to be quarantined. And you, especially, I don't want to put too much of your business out there, but you work at a very reputable place uh, <laughs> that has to be very, uh, very clean. So have they sent y'all home yet? Oh, man. We have literally have updates every day about, um, you know, what our newest protocol is for all of them. I, I'm, we might be working from home very soon. So, yeah. Uh, it's ever changing, so like uh, we don't know what's going on from minute to minute. But our leadership, you know, from our, from our side, is awesome, and they, you know, making sure that we're well aware of every every you know avenue that we have to make sure that we're keeping everybody safe. Um, but when you was going in on Rudy, 
Thank you, big. But thank you, Chris. A little bit unfair. Okay. Because although although he was like you know play, I mean he's apparently he's known as like a playful person with the media, and I think he was just trying to like make in, in that moment when he was doing the video. Although it was stupid, and he shouldn't have made light of it. Obviously, he didn't think he had coronavirus. Um, and you don't, we don't know how he got it. So he could have very well been reckless and gotten it, or he could have just, you know, been around somebody. Right. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Here's my thing. I was talking to Alex about this last night and she mentioned, we were talking about how he got it. And she mentioned maybe he got it from a side piece. Maybe, (laughs) maybe he got it from, cause he is from France. Maybe he flew in some work. And uh, she had it. What? How do you think Rudy Gobert got the Rona? Rudy, Rudy Gobert hangs out with Michael Blackson all the time, and so <laughs> <laughs> he probably got it from Michael Blackson. Michael Blackson probably got coronavirus, and we don't just know, we don't even know it right now. Well, like I said, melanin kills it, so he killed it. Like it won't it won't affect Michael Blackson at all because the, the melanin in his body, and he has a lot of because he's, <laughs> he's a dark man. He's probably the carrier. He's probably one that's giving it to everybody. <laughs> Patient zero. Um. So okay, here's my here's another question for you. If you were a senior on one of these teams, um, on one of these NCAA tournament teams, let's say, um, not let's not even not even a senior. Let's say you were Obi Toppin from Dayton, one of the you know top players in the nation. Dayton Dayton's having a great year. They were going to be kind of a, a favorite maybe to win it NCAA championship. How do you feel right now, man? Obviously, if you him. And you know this is your last opportunity to play, and you are, and you're at a school where the type of success that you are embarking on is unprecedented for your school, and you have an opportunity to lead your school to a Final Four. That's got to be crushing. Um, I, I don't, I don't blame the NCAA at all for canceling it, but what I kind of wish they did was postpone it because yeah. you can always cancel it. And yep. so, if, so if you can have the tournament a month from now, and obviously, if you have to have the games in high school gyms, who cares? Well, that's the thing but too. Like, allow- there, there's access to different different places. Like, you know, one of the things that they were going to do was take it to smaller, to take it from arenas to smaller gyms, and doing it, and then kind of keep it like the women's tournament does. Everything is more regional than until you get to the final four. So like, right. The top seeds are the host seed. So like, if Stanford or Oregon, we just talk about Oregon. Oregon's gonna be a number one seed. Oregon, the top, the first couple rounds were played in Oregon. You know what I'm saying? And right. then they went to a Final Four site. That's something that they could have done. Uh, I think one yeah. thing that they thought about, and I don't know if anybody else has said this. This is what I thought. I think that they're up against it with school days and what i hear you know what i'm saying like so if, and, the, if, and, if kids have to graduate by a certain time or something like that you know you're out of school I, I think that's probably one of the ways or one of the reasons they didn't and it just could just be me making that up you know what i'm saying right i feel you and i, I do hear like a, a few people you know on espn and even even here locally in memphis talking about well can we give these seniors a additional year of eligibility so they can come back and maybe go to grad school, which I I would be fully in favor of, but that's not going to help Obi Toppin. Right. Because he's not coming back. I mean, he's a top five pick. He's not coming back to play for free. No. No. 
And Not so, you know, and no. I, don't, I don't know if Dayton made the tournament last year or if, you know, I don't even know what how good Obi Top. I ain't heard the name Obi Toppin until like the last three months. Yeah. Oh well, he kind of oh. bur- this is the, this is the season he burst on the scene. I think, and actually, he's not even a senior. I think he's like a sophomore. Uh, so like yeah. he could come back, but this is you you leave high. You leave you leave when you're you leave now. Um, yeah. And so like yeah, but this is, so this was the year that they've all been building up to. Like the dudes coaching has has made it work that way. Uh, Anthony Grant has put a, put together a team, and they've been doing a you know doing a thing. Here's a great and, question. You know, go ahead. Even even with them canceling, can't the tournament was never gonna be um, what it could be just because the conference tournaments were were eliminated as well. So right. a lot of those Cinderella stories weren't gonna make it. weren't gonna make it. So it might be the, that team that won that that was sixth in their conference, but won um, their conference tournament and made a Sweet Sixteen. Like those aren't the type of stories that you were gonna get. Because there weren't going to be those. I mean, it was going to be your conference champion was going to be the champion of your league. And so you really was going to get a bunch of power five teams. Um, you're probably going to get those, those, those teams, more teams that were on the bubble getting into the tournament than, they, than what it was used to in the, in the past few years. Here's a question that I think you would like. Um, one, of my, one of my homeboys chimed in on the, on the Facebook and said, do you think James Wiseman is laughing at the NCAA? James Wise Do I think James Wiseman is laughing? I I think it's ironic. I don't know if it's something for him to laugh at because even if say for instance that he did that he, you know, still played this season and wasn't able to go to the tournament, he would have been able to put more game on film to slip to solidify him as the number one pick. So as we sit now, he could be anywhere from like one, two, or three, or or whatever it is. He could have locked it down and been a number one pick if he had showed that he was a dominant player. Everybody thought he was. Now you got to worry about you know going into NBA workouts. And probably playing against competition that's not up to his par, um, yeah. yeah. And trying to impress scouts in you know one on one situations, three on three situations, and stuff like that. And so, I feel like he still lost the opportunity to you know lock down and solidify like his position because maybe Lamelo Ball has has leaped him in some people's eyes. Well, I think a lot of it still. I think a lot of it depends on the lottery. Uh, in terms of NBA, in, in terms of what happens in the NBA, right. uh, and who gets the number one pick and what they need, uh, do I think James Wiseman is laughing at the NCAA? No, I think the NCAA is continuing to laugh at Memphis because you y'all tried to pull a jack move, didn't work, and now you can't even if you were maybe you want maybe you were going to go on a run and win your conference tournament and get to the league. I mean, get to the tournament. Now you can't. Like this is, and I hate that I hate it this way because. It gives Memphis fans another excuse. Memphis fans are the most, they have the most damn excuses for whatever reason for their team to be, not to be what they need to be. They were already going to use James Wiseman as an excuse anyway this year, even though they play, only played three games with him. Apparently losing one player just wrecks your whole team mentally, even though you have four of the best 
hundred play or four of the best fifty players in the country as freshmen coming in. It don't really matter. But the fact you. the fact the fact that they have another excuse. Man, man, we were, we were gonna run through. We had East Carolina, then we we could have beat Cincinnati. We beat Cincinnati once already. Then we beat Houston. And like, come on, man. Like, I think this is give them another out. It just gives Memphis fans another right. out, and so and, and another reason for them not to look seriously at their basketball program, which is something that they need See, to the do. Thing about, the thing about that is, I think you're talking about when you talk about ex- people giving Memphis and Penny excuses. I think we're talking about the fans. Oh yeah, like I'm talking fans about fans. Will use? Oh, that I'm excuse. talking about the like fans. The fans will use that excuse, but I don't think Penny will use that as an excuse. Oh no, 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 no. I'm I'm strictly so, talking about the fans. I hate Memphis. And like as fans. a person, and I'm not, as you know, I'm a Tennessee fan. I'm not. I I support Memphis. I hope they do well, I, but it don't like hurt me one way or another. But I'm a fan of Penny Hardaway, and I'm glad that it the way that it played out benefits him because he can come back next year with a more with if he can hold on to the talent that he already has. And maybe bring in a grad transfer, or you know, one of the five, couple five stars that they're recruiting, is that they could be really good next year. Oh, they, oh, I feel like be, they were. Next year is going to be a great year for the Memphis Tigers, and I, I will be at games just like I was at games this year. Uh, even if they, I don't, I think even if they don't bring in anybody else, I mean, they had to bring somebody in to. Re, well, they got Isaiah Stokes to replace Precious, uh, and they got some other players. I think they're going to be. They're still a top ten team next year. Uh, and next year going to be that's going to be the figured, year for them. I think they figure something out towards the end of the year where you saw them playing defensively. They're one of the top five or ten schools in the country the way they play defense. It's just the youth on the offensive end showed itself right. through the counter it's, through it's, the turnovers through the times in which you couldn't get your best player the ball um, when they needed a basket. I think. Of course, they're going to have to find an alpha dog because they're going to lose Precious. Um, but just the way they compete on defense and how those guards – and, we, of course, you get DJ Jeffries back um, right. next year. And that's Supposedly. almost like adding a Supposedly. five-star player to your roster because he's, he hadn't been there the last you know, two months. I don't know, if I, months. I don't know how much I trust DJ coming back. I know they said it, but uh, things – Did you see Isaiah? Things Brother change. of Jarnell Stokes. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm happy to see Isaiah. He looks he slimmed down, but I think I think I don't I don't I'm not gonna put 100 percent stock in DJ coming back. They said it. Things change but very quickly. I got a question for you. Yep. Is that we're talking a lot about basketball, but the NFL has the NFL draft in Las Vegas, and they had 600 thousand people show up to Nashville last year. I know. For, that came through at some point for the NFL draft. The NFL has yet to cancel the NFL draft or, or, or the aspect of having people there. I think, okay, so I just looked it up. The NFL draft is April 23rd through the 25th. So you got a, it's about a, it's a month, a little over a month away. It's March 12th now, a month and 10 days away. Oh. Uh, I am assuming that they are thinking by that time there will be something that we can do, right? There'll be some kind of more information about it, but they need to go and change that. They need to go like all of these mass gatherings. You can't, you can't have these mass gatherings with people coming from all over to the same place because you just don't know 
who these unless you make it a point for everybody that has a ticket to this event has to be tested and bring your test and this and that. You can't have it that way. You can't you can't, the thing about you can't the, do it that way. But the thing about Nashville is, you know, they had it on Broadway. Yeah. And you just went to Broadway. There was no ticket. What is this what I'm saying? Like I was thinking about uh, and listening to what they were saying about the Vegas one. Uh, about the draft in Vegas is on. They were going to have people on boats and had the players on boats and getting pulled up to the thing. And I'm assuming it's going to be kind of on the strip, you know, just people just kind of all out on the strip. So you can't like you can't ticket it. But there's also like if you're going to do the inside stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like player like player parties or whatever they do. There's a way for you to check that out. But if you're going to have such a big open thing like a concert like like that as a concert kind of general admission thing, it's going to be tough to do that. Even in a month and a half, yeah. even even a month away from now, it's gonna be tough to do because you don't know who know you don't know who has it. That's the main thing. You don't know who has it, and you don't know how long they've had it. Uh, yeah, it's 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 crazy. And then Major League Baseball pushing their opening day back a couple weeks or two days or so. NHL have suspended it. I just read that the TWSWA they've canceled this, they've postponed the state tournament, and I think that's kind of, they run into the same thing as NCAA does. That if they postpone it too much, you you're 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 pushing into some other athletics athletic seasons, and then school students are only supposed to play in Tennessee. You can't play basketball after a certain date. That's why team, well, that's why teams in Tennessee never go to these national tournaments. Like East was supposed to go to, we were supposed to go to one year because there's a bylaw. That says after X date you can't play basketball no more. Now, granted, they can change the bylaws for whatever, but that's what it is now. You know what I'm saying? The TWSAA is like the most antiquated, like very true athletic department, whatever you want to association that that exists. I hate them so much. Anyway, but that's <laughs> not that's another another story for another day. That's another story for another day. Okay, so. We're talking about the coronavirus and all things has changed around the world. Like I talked about before, it can't, it's Italy has shut their whole country down. Um, China is kind of just certain areas of China are just kind of coming back from it. Um, we in America are actually seeing how serious it is. You see, you hear people dying. I just read an article right there. Right now is that uh, former NFL running back Michael Pittman is asking people for prayers because he has a family member who has it, who's in a coma right now, who got, who uh, lapsed into a coma. Um, this thing is going to get, and I, I was talking to a doctor earlier today. Um, this thing will get worse because the more, the, more, the more people to get tested, the more you find out about it. And we don't have adequate testing facilities. We don't have adequate testing kits available. So people are going to be walking around with this thing for a long time before they know they got and it. The thing, and the thing about it is, they don't. If you if you're showing symptoms, they're not giving you a coronavirus test. They're testing you for the flu first. Then they're going to test you for strep, and then if those two come back negative, they'll then test you for corona. Yeah. So it's not like you know. It's not like. It, 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 in my mind, it's backwards. But the, I understand that you know they don't have enough tests, and so they don't want to be given corona virus test the people that have flu or strep and wasting that test and wasting that test yeah it says when you when you got it when right. you only have a certain amount and that's the whole thing if you only got right. x amount of tests and you can't be out here just testing everybody um and to be honest i'm not we all going to eventually get it 
it was like the chicken like my you know tommy my boss tommy yeah he was telling me earlier like back when he was a kid um there was no vaccine for chicken pox so it was like if my mom found out that some other kid had chicken pox they grouped everybody in the same room like one summer so everybody got chicken pox at the same time so, so you weren't to get it no more just take care of it yep and so um like I am not worried about getting coronavirus because I'm fairly young, youngish. I'll I'll say that, and fairly healthy. Yeah. But oh, shut up, my shoulder better, <laughs> shoulder better now. But and you're black, you, what, what, and you you're black. About, Your melanin will block it. Yeah, there has been no true. cases of black people dying from coronavirus yet. Yet. But what I but what I am afraid of is passing it on to my 65 year old mother. Right. my 77 year old stepdad that don't have you know right where they're at a risk level that's much higher than me right and that's the issue that is the issue at hand like because if you you don't know if you have it and you're passing it and, and all of this other stuff uh while we're still here let's talk about the uh the uh the sports angle real quick just off the roni um your houston mustangs have made it to a state tournament is it the great? Is the year that they might win a state championship and the shit got canceled? Bro, I'd be so mad. <laughs> I'd be so mad that they don't get to play because people, people like me laid that that rock foundation. It's <laughs> people like me that had to get dumped on and and have White Station not even play their starters against us. That we set the foundation. For what Houston basketball is today, y'all got blowed out so they can can win. Basically, is what yeah. you said. Uh, you know, but yeah, but no. Congratulations to the Houston Mustangs. Hopefully, like we talked about, hopefully they can find a way to play the state tournament. Um, and because the I, I just this week was the girls' state tournament week, and Whitehaven was in the semifinals, and Arlington was in the semifinals, and then even on that side, we got Whitehaven boys. Uh, we got Arlington. We got Whitehaven boys. Got Houston boys. We got Wooddale boys uh, to in all in the state champion state championship tournament. Uh, so hopefully they can figure out a way so those guys can play. This will be Wooddale's back to back. Wooddale has never won a state championship in any sport until last year when they won one in basketball. And now I think Memphis has had at least two state champions on the on the boys side like for like thirteen years in a row. Something like that. Something like that. Something something like that. Where it's you know. In basketball, it's completely flipped in football. Like in football in Tennessee, you obviously yeah. know Middle and East Tennessee are the teams, and then in basketball, West Tennessee teams. Bruh, uh, I'll, I'll tell you this: when I was in college, and I and I uh, worked in Maryville, Maryville High School, oh, and some, Maryville played White State. Maryville played White Station in football. Them were some. Them were some adults. Bruh. Bruh, you would you would have thought I was a White Station Spartan the way I was true <laughs> for y'all. <laughs> And all the all the all the trash that I talked at because like everyone that goes to Maryville, they talk about the football team as if they play and if they was a star player. Mm-hmm. And it's like the most no, you could have been on the band, you could have not, you could have just been a, a student, and they just they were just ready to talk trash. It's like, bro, you you didn't play, you didn't play, dog. Be quiet, bro. Uh, did, we won Be that quiet. one. Then we won that state championship. There was the, there was the only football yeah, state championship by station one. I think dude that one I don't even remember dude's name. He was like five foot eight, 
like 180 pounds. Julian Bird. Five touch- yeah, he scored like five touchdowns in four different ways. I think he like caught one, ran one, returned a punt, returned the kickoff. Bro, I was talking that noise. <laughs> All right, Roy, uh, thank you for staying on the line for so long, man. So, Actually, I, I used you for something similar to this um, when we did our R&B supergroup draft. For sure. Have you, have you seen this little bracket floating around the interwebs? I, I have seen it, and it's appalling. It's the stupidest bracket in the world. So it's a, there's a 90s R&B Sweet 16, 90s R&B group. Sweet 16 bracket that's going around and people are talking about it and filling it out. And I looked at it, I saw like a couple of days ago and I wasn't going to say something, but so many people have sent it to me. Uh, and the first matchup is Boys to Men versus New Edition. And after that, I just gave, I just stopped because th- that can't be your Bro, first that's, matchup. That's, that's a Final Four. Like, like the, at the, worst, that's Final Four. The first matchup is Boys to Men versus New Edition and then there's Jodeci versus Tony Tony Tony. All of those are one seeds. All those on one seat. They don't they don't play each other in the first round. They don't even see each other till the final four. And for people to think, and then, and actually, if I want to be technical, and this is this is where people can get me. If I want to be technical, New Edition didn't come out with an album in the nineties to nineteen ninety six. So if we're gonna That's call true. like you know what I'm saying like, J E Heartbreak was eighty eight, and then they broke up and everybody Wait, did their they, own solo thing. Then they have I mean any Heartbreak. Jagged Edge versus one twelve. Jagged Edge is versus next. One twelve was versus after seven. Okay. And the thing about after seven, after I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna put after seven in the top sixteen groups of the nineties. I love it's after seven, ready or not. I mean, uh, they got like they got like five, three or four songs. I don't I, really and so not. I was I was gonna go through some some a, a list of groups who I might put in before them, but I got busy before I came to record. Um but anyway, like I said, New Edition might not need to be on this list because they, as a group in the 90s, they only put out one album, Home Again, in 96. Good album, but that would not qualify them to be, the, be in the group. That was the, not the critically acclaimed album. I think Guy the same way. I, I think Guy was made, Guy might have been early 90s. Guy discography. Guy, I think Guy might have been early 90s because Terry uh, Riley was and, out here doing whatever. to be whatever. honest, I don't think of 90s R&B in terms of, like, the actual years. I think of 90s R&B as the sound. Okay. You feel? I feel like 90s R&B has a particular sound. So even though New Edition, like, popped off in the 80s, they carried that 90s. they, They were, like, carrying that 90s sound, that that other groups latched onto. Oh, they were they were the the innovators. They were like obviously New Edition is in a as in a tier of his own as a R and B group. I can so, agree with you so on that. Like the nineties is more of a feel and the sound than the actual groups of the times that the albums came out. But if we gonna do brackets and stuff like that, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, don't do that. I tell you. Don't do that. Like if we if we if we talking like that way, we could talk about it that way. Uh, what's this other? They put one? it that way. Then we gonna then we gonna throw thirty twenty six in there. <laughs> yeah. And so and and but then you can throw in like a uh uh nah I ain't gonna do that. But so the matchups on this bracket is Boys to Men versus New Edition, Mink Edition versus High Five, Silk versus H Town, Black Street versus Guy, Jodeci versus Tony Tony Tony, One Twelve versus After Seven. I guess they only put them together because they got numbers in their name. 
Then Drew Hill versus <laughs> Bill Bill DeVoe and uh, Jagged Edge versus Next. So the Jagged Edge Next is a good matchup. I guess you could do Blackstreet and Guy because they both Teddy Riley. Um, yeah, you, you can't. You, you got to put them up against each other because you can't have both of them advance. Right outside of uh, Poison. What did Bell DeVoe do? Poison and a lot of songs that sound I, like Poison. I, and when can I see you smile again? Those are the only two that Bell Bill DeVoe ever. Yeah, I would got see them as a good for. matchup with Tony Tony Tone. Like Bell Bib DeVoe versus Tony Tony Tone. Uh, the Tony Tony Tone wiped them. Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm forward. just like. But yeah, you but can't put them Bell against Bell DeVoe has a lot of songs that have that same kind of snare hit at the beginning. They, they, they have that same kind of tone. I would, yeah. As Poison. As Poison. I, yeah, Great I song, though. I don't know. It's, I mean, you can't trust a big button to smile. No, that's, that, that's words to live by. You say what? I said you can't. You sometimes you can't. Now you can trust a smile. You, by, hey, you can trust a smile and a little butt. You can trust a smile and a little butt. You can trust a big butt and no smile, but you can't trust a big butt and a smile. Those are words nah, to live I can't by. Both. So yeah, I, I want to come up with my own one of these. Because um, I mean, in in Boys and Men versus New Edition, you got Mink Edition versus High Five. High Five is slept on as a group because they they kind of fizzled out right in the middle of the of the decade, right around ninety five. They kind of fizzled out, but the Kissing Game never should have let you go. Um, what's another? Yeah, they had two more songs. I, I'm drawing a blank on Silk versus H Town. I think is a really good one. Um, that's a good matchup. I do like that matchup, but I think Silk takes it just because of longevity. Silk had maybe two better albums in H Town. Um, I know, like maybe two H Town songs. Body rocking, knocking the boots, and what's the other one? You're right. I can't see. It. I know the I name. I, I don't know the title of it, and I'm not about to sing it on your on your podcast because oh, I want you to keep your viewership. Because we well, and then we would use that as blackmail for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah that would be like my intro music every time I came <laughs> on. Can't have that. Cannot have it. Hey man, uh, well that's it. That's it, dog. Thank you for calling in, right, Roy. And handling business. Anytime, anytime. J.O. is out here God doing what J.O. does. And, uh, stay stay healthy out there. Stay healthy, man. Stay away from the Rona. Uh, stay away from the Rona. Stay away from the Ronies. And, uh, and stay for, and the basketball court. <laughs> that hurt me more than anything. Stay away. Stay, and you, please, retire from all physical activity. <laughs> That's what I need you to do. You know I'm, you know I'm not, but I'll holler at you later. All right, Doc. All right. Voice, have you ever seen a bracket in like what what music did you grow up listening to? Oh man, this is gonna be embarrassing. Um, so I would guess when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And we, we grew up around we went to high school probably around the same time. Yeah. I graduated oh five. Um, I did too. Uh I, I grew up listening to pop punk and screamo uh and emo music. Pop punk screamo. Yes. And, and emo, emo music. So screamo was different than emo. Yes, it was a little more aggressive. See, there were bands that were more hardcore. Mm-hmm. Um and you were a White Station Spartan and a yes. lot of people from a band called Nights Like These went to your school, which they were a hardcore band. Um and they were uh, a little heavier, but screamo was like this uh this um this kind of mix of emotional music, emo, if okay. you will. And uh, screaming. Okay. 
So I, I just put Screamo into Spotify so I can see some band names. So we got Escape the Fate. I haven't heard of them now. Uh, Black Veil Brides. See, these. Uh, this is not what I would consider Screamo. Okay, Fall Out Boy. No, that's, that's Pop Punk. Pop Punk. I like Pop Punk. Fall Out Boy. Fall Out uh, Boy is, is straight up Pop Punk. Not, not pop th- punk. Three Doors Down, not them. Uh, what did I say? Like 90s rock albums. Uh, anthems, as we play. Is Nirvana is pop punk? No, Nirvana is like grunge. Green Day. Pop punk. Pop punk. Uh, the No. REM is just... REM is like alt rock or yeah. something. Metallica. Metal. Blink, Blink 182. Pop punk. Well, Foo Fighters. Uh, rock or alt rock or whatever okay. you want to say. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to... You know, so here, here yeah. I'll, you made to play you a... Actually, someone's calling in. Let's see who this who is. Who this is? Caller, you're on there. Hi. Hey, who is this? Is it is this the kickback? This is the kickback. Okay. I was calling. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hey. Can you hear us? Oh, you got yes, you, I can. you got a little Hold echo. On, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, you're listening to the show. Okay, yeah. So I'm calling. To give my favorite, oh, um, Shayna, what do you want? Up. <laughs> it took me. It took me a minute to play show voice. <laughs> I need something to entertain me while I'm quarantining myself. Thank from you, Roni. Thank the Roni is out here, man. <laughs> so okay, what you what you got? Okay, so I went to University of Memphis, Kansas School, so I did listen to. A little Green Day. Okay. A little Cranberry. Cranberries. Ooh, big fan of the Cranberries. <laughs> Salvation was my jam. I played it over and over in my room in third grade. <laughs> Salvation. Um. Yes. Weezer. Pop punk. Alt rock. <laughs> Alt rock. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I didn't do any Weezer. Only Green Day and Cranberries. Say it and then so. I was listening to my parents' music. So I was listening to like Patti LaBelle, Babyface. What? A complete? All Michael Jackson, all Janet Jackson. My dad was a big Janet Jackson fan. And that was actually the first concert I ever went to. And I was like in seventh grade. And she was tying a man down to a bed post. So. Oh, that was the Velvet Rope that Tour. Was my- yeah, there the Velvet the, Rope. There tour. was a Velvet Rope tour where Janet Jackson turned a lot of boys into men on that tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. She surely did that yeah. whole album. Let, let you know what before, we need a women's R and B bracket. I think that's what we need. You should do that. You should do that and make it go viral. I'll, I'll work on it. Let me. I, uh, I don't quite understand the C's. The C's don't make any sense. So on this one, we can combine it. We can combine together and come up with one, and then we can put it out and make it go viral. I'm looking at this pre- at this uh, 90s, just 90s R&B. It doesn't have, have to just be men. It could be men and women. No, I think we need to do just the women. I think we need to do just the women. I'm yeah, looking, because I'm looking it at the, is, you know, Women's Month. I think that's a, see, a great easy money. We'll do for the month we, of March. Since we don't have March Madness anymore, we got to do. We got to get our bracket fixed. The country needs a bracket or fix. Or celebrate our women. Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I came from a woman. Is listening to this. I came from a woman. Got my game from a woman. 
whatever else Tupac said. Look, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the playlist of Velvet Rope, the track list. She yes. has some hits. Go deep. What are you talking Definitely about? Definitely not appropriate for a seventh grader. What are you talking about, Miss Jackson? And go deep. Uh, I get lonely. Rope burn. Anything? Yeah. Look, man, Janet was out here getting it in, but Shayna, we are up against the time. I gotta get up out of here. Thank you for calling. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank Bye. you for supporting. Appreciate it all. Um. That was friend of the show, Shayna. She was on a couple episodes earlier. Since you are all quarantined, just go back to season two. What we talked about Love Is. Talking about Love Is and Insecure. She was on all of those shows. Uh, Insecure should be coming back, so that gives a lot of content to talk about, too. But with that being said, voice, hit the music. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the kickback on the OAM Network. I want to thank uh, my special guest who called in, Shayna Roy. Thank you guys for calling in, supporting the show. Um, stay safe out there on this Roni, man. Like we kind of made a few jokes about it, but please hand sanitize, uh, wash your hands, wash your face, don't touch your face. I know I touch my face at least a thousand times in this show tonight. Uh, but watch yourself. Watch where you are quarantine self-quarantine don't go to big large spaces catch up on all that netflix and hulu if you got to a special one netflix and chill for the whole weekend uh i guess we'll be going to a lot of baby showers in six or seven months because of this um if you've been listening up to this point and you haven't pressed the subscribe button i'm gonna come to these speakers and i'm gonna punch you dead in the face so go ahead and press that subscribe button uh thank the voice for doing what he do thank you guys for listening uh, like we say every time we record, stay safe, stay woke, keep your head on a swivel, and we are out. The OAM Network is an independently run podcast and live production company in Memphis, Tennessee. TheOAMNetwork.com. Power to the podcast.